Welcome back, guys. It's the Genesis Podcast. We have another guest for you, man. For this guy, man, I gotta give a, I gotta give a, a big introduction. <laughs> That's how we're gonna do it. He is the writer of "There Ain't No Better." The writer jumping out of sin like a Space Jam. Jeez. The writer. What's the other one? What's the other one? I got man stay hot. No, you thing. <laughs> man stay hot. <laughs> no, you thing. Man stay hot. Let's introduce our guest, Jameer, to the podcast. How you doing, broski? It's a blessing, blessing to be here right now uh, in front of these men of God, um, inspiring men of God that uh, have consistency, um, that I look up to every person because you guys are even carrying out the torch too, so your consistency, just the way you guys carry yourself, you know, just may, it may look like I'm not looking, but I am watching senior guys' consistency, and even from the podcast or anything, you guys... To show you guys just want to change the world for Jesus. So that keeps me motivated. Like, I got to stay in and out, be ready in out of season. Mm. So it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. Wow, man. We really, really appreciate that. Thank you very much. No um, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of our uh, listeners don't know um, much about, you know, who you are. Like, some of us in here, we, we probably like, yo, like, we know, we know Jameer, you know, yeah, we yeah. see Jameer, we hear your songs, like, yo, <laughs> right? But we don't know, like, okay, where did, this all start for him. Where, where, where did he meet Jesus? How did he meet Jesus? Who, who yeah. introduced him to Jesus? Right. So we just want you to kind of like share your testimony. Like how, how did it happen for you? Oh man. So um, as you know, uh, well, he's a guy. Here's your guy's pastor right now, Pastor Gary. Uh, it was a day on a basketball court. We were just playing ball, and um, yeah, it was just another day on a basketball court like we usually do in the hood. Playing outside and stuff, and then, like we know, Gary King's on the basketball court, started preaching the gospel. Mm. And um, I heard the gospel in, in church before, but it used to be I heard the gospel, but I'm getting a patty after, <laughs> you know I mean? so, or I go to Blockbuster after, I hit share them all. So, yeah, the gospel was boring to me before, but I never heard it reformed just like this before ever in my life. Mm. It was definitely, definitely a gospel with a wake up call. So, he gave me the message, gave me the word, asked me if I died today, would I go to heaven? I never heard the process like that or being born again, even John 3 3. Read the, heard the scripture and stuff, but never, it was so, it was clarity. Mm. So it came, it came so surreal to me. So then I'm, that day, that, that same week, actually, he came to preach me. I was supposed to fly out and sign a record deal. And this is, this is, as the generation said, this is no cap. <laughs> so I was supposed to sign a record deal. And that same week, I knew 100% if I signed that deal, I was going to end up probably where these artists now, Drake, uh, Tori Lee, all these guys that are right now. And I knew that uh, what he said, what would you rather profit the word or lose your soul? I know if I sign that deal, I was for sure going to lose my soul, right? Profit, mm. try to profit the world, but mm. be left nothing in my hands, be empty-handed. Mm. So I knew, surrendered my life to Jesus. The next week later at a concert. And then, um, yeah, I gave my gift to God now. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, it came from the root of you, my dad. My dad's the one that, if ever you guys know, what um, they call the term the six. Um, you can Google him. His name's K-Force, but he's the one that made up T-Dot. 
Oh. So, I had the background already, the hookups, the links to be sent right in, mm. yeah, to be yeah. signed. I had it all. I had the cars woman ready for me. I had it all. <laughs> they say they call the lifestyle, but we all know the right. with Jesus is the lifestyle, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I had it lined up, but then um, chose Christ, man. I made the greatest decision of my life. And like I think everyone can testify that, that Jesus is the greatest thing ever, right? So Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, man. Wow, I I actually never knew that you almost got a record deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I could testify to that. Like, <laughs> you almost testify. got a record deal? Nah, not me. I'm, I'm testifying to that testimony. Like, you will see artists like we're rappers. You know, we all rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah We rap. Yeah, yeah. We do our Trust. thing. Trust. But there's a talent and there's a gift. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This guy has a gift. Mm -hmm. Like, there's people that Jelson has the same gift. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's people that you go to the studio with and then you could say, okay, you go on the booth and you're a rap, but this guy, like, you could, you hear people say it all the time, Tupac, mm -hmm. well, I can write a song, drop mm -hmm. three songs in an hour, like three songs in an hour in the studio. Mm -hmm. But this guy could not, like, go to the, you never believe that until you go to the studio with someone that could do right. mm -hmm. three songs in an hour. And this guy's one of those guys. Mm -hmm. You know, Lil Wayne says he does like 10 songs a day. Mm -hmm. DMX, you know, those guys. Mm -hmm. You hear, oh, these guys are lying. Until you actually go to the studio yeah. with someone that could do that, and this guy could do that, because mm. I've been in the studio when the man did three songs <laughs> in an hour, <laughs> and they're not whack songs. Looking yeah. for souls, well, <laughs> <laughs> bro. When the, he has an album you coming, gotta, fam. Yo, bro. When I tell you the man could actually, <laughs> actually go to the studio, I never believed. Artists do that until mm -hmm. I've been to the studio with someone that could actually do that. Then you could see the talent, the gift manifest. Someone yeah. that has work ethic talent in the studio i'm like oh sure good, good. this guy's on a different level yeah now, i'm not even just saying i'm just see music he does this yeah. you know yeah 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 and i'm not yeah. boosting his ego now, but yeah. actually it's actually truth it's facts no yeah. cap <laughs> where did yeah. that come from though like that's uh, what i'm curious about um was it more so like yeah. did you have uh family members or anything did you pick up music that way like how did you just fall into that lap yeah i, I for sure my mom telling me that uh my dad used to write for Cardinal Official, Mishy Me, Maestro mm. Fresh. So I can see the genetics. It was just rooted from there. And then me hearing that and then me kind of just searching and then kind of like um, investing in that time when I was in the world, right? Seeing how this works. And then after, I, I just knew that ever since I was freestyling. Well, I remember I was freestyling in a house with my mom's house. And my brother just hearing me and he's like, bro, this is, this is not just freestyle. This is a gift, bro. Yeah, so yeah. it was clearly known to me that I had a gift and... Yeah, and I used to have trophies all in my room. I never lost a freestyle battle. I'm like probably, I don't know, 30, you know? Never lost them. Guys, guys are witness too. Keisha, all these guys, you know all my friends back in the days, Budge. Yeah, they used to see me in the hood and just, I used to freestyle anyone, bring anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. I, it could be your best friend, bring him. And then, yeah, man. So uh, from there, I just knew it was a gift, but um, I never knew the deep root of it that it's really actually a gift for God, right? Yes. And once I knew that, um, the anointing came along, right? And it All became right. more real then. Um, yeah, man, it's just, and then God used me, right? Mm. Yeah, man. Hey, man, you're saying that mans can write uh, three songs in one hour, bro. <laughs> I, I, take, I take three months <laughs> to write a verse. <laughs> Feel me? Like, it's like, it's like I'm dragging it. I'm like, <laughs> man, this is tough. <laughs> All right. This is yeah. tough. But you know what? I, 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 I like the fact that 
you realize that yo the gift that i have yeah. is is meant to be used for god because many people they take their their gifting yeah. and they they try to you know please the world true, with it right they, they they they're doing they're doing exactly what what the devil wants them to it's do true, you true, know what true, i mean true, true. right take the gift that god has placed in your hand to benefit his kingdom right and benefit uh, uh, uh the swine you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Forgive me for for calling <laughs> calling, <laughs> calling them swine. We, you know, they're swine that we want to save, but yeah, yeah, yeah. there's 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 swine. Yeah, there's swine. You're preaching. You're preaching. No, he's not lying. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I always look at it as like um, uh, like I used to look at it as with the gift that I had in the world. It was like Iverson when he's talking about what's practiced. Right. You know. So it was like to me, it was like. I had the gift. I was selfish with the gift. I don't need to show up. You know, I don't need to show up to the kingdom of God. I, I mm. have this gift. It's mine. Like mm. that selfish attitude. Like Iverson, what's practice? Practice. Mm. So until I realized that, you know, like this is not my gift. I gotta use it for God when the yeah. big stage comes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, crazy. now using that gift for God, it's yeah. like talk talk about the joy, you know, the excitement that comes when you're writing music for the kingdom of God versus what you used to do in the world. Oh man, talking about joy, man. You see, you guys say Ellis gets hype and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think we gotta have a hype hype competition because you guys see what it is. Yeah, the joy yeah, of yeah. the Lord it springs yeah. out, man. It's, it's there's no cap towards that. It's, yeah. it's real generous, like just to see people, you know, touched and inspired um, yeah. through the Word of God, yeah. through music, through the Word of God. It's like it's everything. Like you can shift their whole Spotify playlist just off of one song. Yeah. Like just yeah. to see that inspiration, you die for it to see like. Their ears towards God's words, like yeah. you know, and they turned off whatever playlist they have or whatever they were listening to. Yeah, that uh, that was kind of had them in bondage. Just see their mind shift and be like, "Yo, I want this. This is like, it's like, it's, it's crazy, man. It's like you'll be like, wow, like you know, God, you wow, like what was me? You use me, like you know what I mean? Like, mm. Mm. I didn't wonder what you can use me to shift someone's mind. It's like, that's the the power, the joy you get out of it to see a life change. It's like. Yeah. That's what yes. makes you keep doing it. That right, rush, right, 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 you know, right, that rush, right. that, that rush, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Yes, yes, yeah, man. definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, again, yeah. it's 2022 yes. conference. Yes. First ever. Okay. Toronto International Conference. Mm. It's us. We're here. It's lit. We made it's lit. it. It's lit. <laughs> right. It's lit. So, what what has impacted you about this conference so far? Nevertheless. <laughs> Nevertheless. Nevertheless. That, Nevertheless. Yes. Man. But, man, overall, just the whole conference, man, the spirit behind it, like, you just see, man, it's just, yeah, man, just God's, the alignment of Jesus is being, it's all about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And then just people, seeing people that are kind of testimonies, like pastors and how they lived this out and how if you do put God first, what well, God can completely do for your life you know like change it and transform it and and find out your calling and just you know what i mean that whole investment factor is just like it just realigns your mind and everything it's like this is what it's all about you know yeah this is what it's all about like um breakthrough yeah that's just like finding breakthrough man that's why i see it as like time is ticking and we need to have breakthrough that's what i look right. at it as time is ticking yeah okay, so we need to break through now because he's coming right so yes, we're yes, to yes. as much as people as we can like just have breakthrough, you know? Yeah. Don't worry, Obviously, man. ask the question. Being a part of, you know, Mother Church yeah. and Saga here, it's taking place here. Yeah. You know, can you talk about the preparation 
Fort Conference, you know, and how that was uh, being here. Oh, man, preparation, eh? Man, is this... Well, like, the preparation of it is just, like, you're, you're going into this. It's like your heart, you just want it wide open. Like, Lord, here I am, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever you need to pull out and to put in the good, do it for me. Like, you know what right. I mean? Just that preparation of I'm just ready to receive, just wide open. You know, I'm ready to yeah. humble myself and, you know what I mean, hear your voice. Just, right. just change me. Do whatever you can, you know, so I can get it. You know what I mean? So that Even, preparation part. But from the other side of it being like just in terms of I guess um, speaking to like knowing that there's going to be conference here and you have to prepare for the people you have to prepare like how is it as a child uh, as a church in terms of preparing for that you know oh, yeah, like serving and yeah getting serving and you know? getting everything ready and yeah. aligned for everyone to come into yeah. t- into conference right yeah right so it was I know it might have been like yeah. a hectic a busy busy time yeah, yeah, you know you're yeah, planning things yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get things in order yeah so like can you even speak to that in terms of that it, yo it's it's crazy man you see so much people yeah and it's like oh uh, man that's what it is too it's the, the just seeing how big this is and then it's like just the, the time to invest into someone to talk to someone right uh, preparing to find out what God wants to say to you so you can say to them mm. Just the preparation, the busyness, yeah, the finding parking. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, this is yeah. crazy. Literally, we're like the Scotia Bank Arena this right now. <laughs> yeah. Bro, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like, right. it's crazy. If you can find a parking, God bless, man. Bro. <laughs> yeah, the ushers out there, the ushers are out there working. The ushers are out there working. I'm telling you, bro. It's different. It's I'm like a Tucson Prescott. I see them in yeah. the visors, yeah. the vests. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. You. you know. I'm telling you. Yeah, I see the girls out there. They're I'm like. Telling you. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Serving the food. Yeah, yeah, You know, they yeah. even have like a little cafe yeah, out there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's the church is even bigger, like, in terms of seating, like, the chairs are all out. Yeah, yeah, It's crazy. Yeah, even we had to do the big cleaning in the back. It was like, bro, I never cleaned like this in a minute, bro. But, yeah, it was it was crazy. But we had to throw out the bin. All right. I want to ask was, this. It was a workout. I want to ask, okay, you know, because I, I, I know, you know, you, into music you're working on something right now i'm okay. pretty sure you're probably working on something so talk about what you're working on now for music purposes and then if possible yeah if it's possible <laughs> just give us a snippet <laughs> of one track right that you have <laughs> and you better because i'm looking at him you guys gotta give a snippet of that track bro before you leave <laughs> yo this guy he has a files eh? he has a plug he's a plug it's crazy yo man yo just to let it be known man um yeah, my album's called The Upper Room. Mm. Um, I, I got some high for sure hopes that it's going to be for sure coming in 2022. Um, reason why it's taking so long, I have a, a, a super, super big surprise. Okay. So, yeah, this is... I'll give you a little snip. He was on King Jesus Remix by KB. So if you have your phone or your Spotify, just look on the King Jesus remix and just pick out the guy who you think it is. I'm not even going to say if he came first, last, but yeah, you guys, you guys do your research and do 
investigation, but okay. that's okay. why it's taking so long. So okay. through that, we have we. Uh, I just talked to him just two weeks ago. The anonymous guy, just the anonymous guy, just talked to him two weeks ago. He's flying out for two weeks, but we're gonna get through the depositing everything. But it's happening. I'm gonna get a video from it, and it's a remix to one of my songs. I think you guys know what song it is, though. So I think you guys know what it is. I think you guys know what it is. I think you know. So it's a hot song. 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 Let's stay hot. That's hot song. Let's stay hot. You gotta stay hot. You gotta stay hot. But that that that's why it's taking so long. I I literally have the album completed. It's mastered. It's done. But it um God's perfect timing is everything. I and it's gonna be definitely definitely worth the wait. Definitely definitely it's gonna shift. It's definitely gonna shift the culture. So yeah man. Breakthrough week. Yes, yes, yes. One thing we understand is that music, music mm-hmm. could touch the world. 100%. Music could touch the nation. 100%. Nothing goes faster yeah. throughout the world than music. Mm-hmm. Not even mu- movies. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. it's music and your music, hip hop music, gospel hip hop music, mm-hmm. you know, Christian hip hop music, whatever title you want to put on it. Music that we use to glorify God, mm-hmm. you know, in a different way to impact the generation. You see all these young kids getting saved, sure. you know. We all coming from the world. We used to listen to Kendrick, Ma- Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. But no, so now we got to find, you know, styles and yeah. stuff that resemble that. Yes, and, yes. You know, your style of music resembles that. And I'm pretty sure that young kids today will gravitate to that. Younger yeah. generation, older generation as well, yeah. gravitate mm-hmm. towards your music because... The music is what is going to break through, just like conference. We're mm-hmm. launching international churches. Right. You know, your music now becomes internationally known because mm-hmm. we're a conference. We're not just here in Toronto, Canada, mm-hmm. not just here in the GTA, mm-hmm. but international. You know, it's not just preachers and pastors going out. Mm-hmm. You know, we as disciples, we could actually have an effect. We're not just here to be under preaching, under authority, just like, oh, yeah, good preaching, good sermon. <laughs> you know, we take that and run with that. Like, okay, yeah. what could I do now? Yes. You know, I know I can't go out and pastor now, but yep, what am I going to do in church now? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. music, ministry, you know, mm-hmm. drama ministry, you know, mm-hmm. outreaching, you know, financially depositing into these worldwide mm-hmm. nations. Things that we're doing now could affect, and if, I believe that your music is... It's gonna have a great part of that. Yes, I agree. I agree. You know yeah, I agree. And I, I got, I got, I got, homeboy Mellow on the album. So <laughs> really, we got, we got a fire song called Lur- Lurking for Souls. Lurking for Souls. Oh, oh, that's a leak. That's a leak, bro. It's a leak. What is that? Lurking for Souls. Lurking for Souls. We stay lurking for souls. I think that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outreaching, you know, always outreaching, always outreaching, outreaching the bro. You know, what I mean? <laughs> that's the movement. That's the movement. Hey, Jimmy, I tell you, I will t- tell you what. When when your album drops, we're gonna have you back, mm. and have you back, and we're just gonna we're gonna want to talk about you know that album, you know the whole process of you bringing that album together, mm. and you know we we wanna we wanna have you you know maybe detail some of the songs, break it down for yes, us, and yes. you know. Give us a deeper, you know, what what was your mind process when you were mm-hmm. when you were putting the songs together, mm-hmm. right? But I think that would be very very good. Yeah. I, I just gonna say nice. when the album drops, it's gonna be like a New Year's ball drop. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I'm telling you, it's gonna be crazy. Can't it's wait, crazy. man. Can't wait. Can't I can't wait. wait too, bro. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, nice. but, but yo, Jamir, man, we really really appreciate you, you know, coming on, you know, sharing your words, right? Um, sharing your testimony, right? You know, trust me, 
um, people people are you know moved by this. Um, anytime you get the opportunity to hear where somebody came from and how they experienced Jesus, yeah. it just it, it adds it just adds more to 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 your Christianity because now you're experiencing right how someone else's experience how someone else has experienced God because we all we all haven't experienced Jesus right the same way we all didn't you know we didn't all walk through you know I was walking through the mall and someone gave me a flyer <laughs> you know what I mean it wasn't like that right so every time you get to hear oh this is how it happened for you it makes you appreciate this more it makes you appreciate um, um, evangelism more it makes you appreciate uh, the nations more because you know hey God is gonna reach people right in 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 their time god's going to reach people in 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 their in their need in their space right yeah. so um you know it's 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 lovely man to have the opportunity to hear testimonies but you know without without any more talking right we're going to close off man i feel like every time we do stuff like this i just want to stay i know more you know? and more and more <laughs> yeah it's nice yeah I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's but we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. I know, man. In the future, someone's gonna be like, yo, I was driving, you know. I was driving and I listened, I was here in the upper room and it's just like, <laughs> you know, I see the church on the side. I see the church on the side. And I just had to pull over, you know. I went to that church because uh, these lyrics, what was on the sound was moving. Yo, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But anyways, man, we signing out at the Genesis cast with Jameer. Yes, yes. Thank you guys yes. for listening. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Genesis podcast. We are here again. It's conference week. We have another guest, Isaiah. So what's I don't up, even what's know up? your last name, to be honest. Like, I know Le- what it is. Letham. But yeah, yeah I, I couldn't pronounce it. I didn't want to butcher it. <laughs> I didn't want to call you a lithium. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we have Isaiah here. Uh, he's a great brother. He's been serving the Lord. He's been faithful to the Lord. So he's going to share his testimony. He's going to share how the conference has been for him. And we're just going to pick his brain and have some fun. Right. But without further ado, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. You want me to just go through with it just quick? Yo, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, so when I got saved, I guess it was kind of like a whole process of life. Um, I'll keep it very, very short, but I went to school um, in Scarborough. And when I went to school in Scarborough, I went to like a Christian type of school. And I knew as, you know, when you grow up with West Indian parents, they just, they bring you to school. uh, They bring you out to church and whatnot. And you're waiting for the day you don't have to go to church. That was my life. My life was like, I'm waiting for the day I don't have to listen to God anymore. I don't have to read the Bible. I'm good. I'm on my own. So um, that was my entire life, like just waiting up until that point. And it came to, up to a point where my mom, uh, I don't know what happened. I, maybe she got offended by something that happened in a church. Um, but she said, we're not going to go back to church anymore. We're done with it as a family. So I stopped going to church and I was like, yes. Wow. I was like, <laughs> you're excited. I was excited. I was amped. <laughs> Could play video games on Sundays now. Oh, well, <laughs> it turned into some other stuff. So mm-hmm. like, um, you know, we went, you know, we went away from church and whatnot. We did some Bible studies here and there as like a family um, and whatnot. But um, what started to happen, I started to get into drugs, um, mm-hmm. just heavy, heavy drug use. And, you know, some people say like, you know, I was addicted to drugs. Like I was addicted. Like I couldn't get up without smoking weed. I couldn't go a day without smoking. 
um you know i've been through times where my my weed was laced like just mm. crazy stuff like you know falling in and out of consciousness uh driving my car into people's backyards wow um, just crazy stuff um but i remember um if you guys know dion uh dion called me to come to church <laughs> he tricked me to come to church uh he told me there was a there was like this little um valentine's day thing so i my girlfriend at the time we broke up mm-hmm. and i said okay well you know i'm trying to find another girlfriend you know mm. this, is, this sounds like a good he told me it's a college hangout so i came <laughs> and it wasn't a college hangout <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that at all i came and i was like what is this bro like people are telling testimonies i'm like you know you know i, I just came just to you know find a girl and go home mm. really but mm. but i stayed and uh pastor steven was the pastor at the time and i remember just talking to him at the end and i said you know I don't need church. I'm good. I do Bible studies at home with my mom. And he said, okay, yeah, you can do that. But, um, you know, the Bible talks about wolves, you know, false prophets and all those things. And something about that just really hit me. And I said, what? No, I'm good. I'm going to come to your church. I'm going to prove you wrong. So Mm. I came to every single service. And, you know, what I would would do is I would stay in the car because I hated worship. So I'd stay in the car. Um, you know, I'd wait for 30 minutes because I knew that's when the worship was done. So mm. I'd come in, sit in the back, listen to the service, and then I would leave during the altar call so I don't have to talk to anybody. Because um, I just thought church people were just weird. Like, I just don't understand why people go to church. Why do people do this and that? You know, but um, there's one sermon I remember. He started talking about, you know, you shouldn't smoke weed. You shouldn't do drugs. You shouldn't fornicate. You shouldn't do all these things. And I'm, I'm like, does Pastor Steven know about my life? Like, is mm. he following me? Like, mm. I thought like, literally he was following me. And, you know, what basically happened was I got saved at the altar at that point. And, you know, it was a process still because even the time after I got baptized, you know, I just told you guys about, you know, me driving through somebody's backyard. I drove through somebody's backyard the night after I got baptized because I, you know, I backslid <laughs> right. into doing whatever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I backslid, do, did whatever um in the guy's house the the guy who owned the house was a police officer Hmm. so i was like my goodness i'm going to jail (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's it and um i guess what happened was you know i I prayed and i said god you know what i I, i will stop smoking weed i will stop doing drugs whatever if you just get me out of the situation Hmm. uh lo and behold the girl comes downstairs is someone i knew from my high school days and she says that's her that's her uh that's the police officer's daughter and she she said um you know i know this guy you know i know he's a good guy uh you you know you shouldn't you know just drop all the charges you know i know he's a good guy and that's what happened they dropped the charges everything like that you know i i did have to pay for the fence (laughs) it was bad like my entire car was totaled everything like that um but it was good god was good you know, there's a lot of times where, you know, we got in trouble with SWAT teams, you know, coming up to us while we're doing crazy stuff. You know, my life was a mess, man. My life was really a mess. But, you know, knowing what God took me from mm. up until this point, um, that's the reason why I'm still saved. So, I mean, that's my testimony. Praise God. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Powerful. Praise God. That's powerful. powerful. That's amazing, bro. Yeah. 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 You know, looking at you, I would have never thought that you were that type of guy. I know. Right. But I guess that's the (laughs) that's the case for most people. Right. You know, even uh, even Jelson, Pastor Jelson, it's the same same thing. You you look at him now, you wouldn't think that he, 
you know, went through or he did the things that he did. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, you could say bad, man. Brother Randy, the same the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, that's, that's, that's the that power. The crazy. power of the blood of Jesus right there. Right. Once it once you get into that, mm-hmm. once you once you get clothed with that, you know, yeah. it, it brings change. Yes. Right. It brings change. And no one no no belief, no faith can testify yeah. of the change, of yes. that type of change. Mm-hmm. No one. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's powerful, man. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So we're here, we're at conference. Yeah. First ever Toronto International Conference. Yes. Amazing. Right? We've been hearing the word of God. We've been hearing different pastors preach. We 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 got we had somebody get sent out internationally to the Philippines. Yeah. Right. Congratulations yeah. to them. And tonight we're gonna see more people get sent out. Praise God. Right. So we want to know for you personally, what has been the 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 sermon that impacted you this conference? Spiritual pilot. That's the spiritual pilot sermon by uh, Pastor Warner. Mm. You know, I'm I'm not one into you know the longer sermons, um, but I love this sermon, man. I loved it. It was amazing. Um, this, just the way he was speaking to us as a generation that we can lose our spiritual palate, we can lose our spiritual desires. Um, I don't think it's something that's spoken about enough. You know mm. what I mean? Because you know, you go through ministry and you do all the spiritual, you know, disciplines, prayer evangelism all these different things but then you realize you can get a distaste for it at some mm-hmm. times right because you're doing it so much right and you know it just really spoke to me you know i went to the altar i repented i got got right with god and you know i'm really feeling that god's really helping me uh was really helping me with that sermon um pastor gary's sermon was very good as well i love that as well it's like he cut himself and then let himself bleed over yeah, <laughs> <I know>. yeah. <laughs> over the congregation man like yeah. the way he just kind of like um explained you know his own his own struggles yeah you know and when preachers make themselves look human um it's different like it's real different yeah. so uh, i i really commend him on that sermon and uh, but the whole conference so far man it's been i, I can't find a bad sermon i agree <laughs> i, I, mean, I like, agree I like that analogy. Cut herself and let him bleed over the, cut herself and let him bleed over the, the congregation. The humanity, which is shown here by um the pastors in our fellowship, is amazing, mm-hmm. because it's not like the religious world, where we could get into that trap too, where it's like you see these pastors, but you don't have no encounter with them. You don't even know, you know what I mean? You see these conferences where you you go there, you watch these pastors, and it's just like you're so far away from them. You can't really relate, you know what I mean? Where in here, it's just like you see, you see these pastors come. You see Greg Mitchell, you see Pastor Dave Marks, you see Pastor Sullivan. We see them. We watch these guys on YouTube. You know these guys are amazing pastors. But when they're done, they step off the stage and they're back into the congregation. Yeah. It's not like they enter some back room and they're gone and you never see them again. Right. You know, with them preaching, they could come down and you could ask them. You could actually confront them. And ask them challenging questions within your life too, you know, that will help you propel you towards the future. So that's what I'm enjoying about this conference. This conference is like it's in your face, it's real, you're part of it. You know, you know you're just not here watching. Mm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. this conference is is bringing light towards the GTA, showing that okay, there's a need. There's men, women, couples that need to be launched out. You know, yeah. you see there's a need. You see these guys do it from young, from way out. You know, I like the not when they said um, you know. Pastor Greg Mitchell, 
or Wayman Mitchell invested into Pastor Warner. Mm-hmm. Pastor Warner invested, you know, into Pastor Mike Webb and Pastor Mike Webb invested into Pastor Gary, Pastor Shamar, Pastor Jelsey, you know, all these pastors and now they're pastors, you know, doing the will of God. And if they never invested into them, you know, none of us will be here, you know. So it is that, like, there's a challenge upon your life. It's like, you know, you could go out there and invest too. Yeah. You could mm-hmm. go out there and do something. Yes. So with that saying, like, you have a pastor, like, your pastor is that guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't stay one place for so long. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was in Russia. He's Russian. You know, he went to Newfoundland. No, is it Newfoundland? No, um, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Yeah. Now he's here in Toronto, and who knows where he's been before that? Yeah, you know what I mean? Does that put a pressure on your life saying, like, yo, I want to go somewhere. I want to do something for God. Yeah. You know? I was just, uh, I was just telling you guys. Um, I was just saying before, like I had a, I have a calling. I know I have a calling to be a missionary right. one day, and um, that's something that obviously God's been putting on my heart. I remember one time Pastor Jenya came to our church. He wasn't our pastor at the time, but um, he was preaching a revival for us. And I remember just going back home in the car. I'm like, Yo, this guy's amazing. This guy can preach, you know. Um, I didn't meet, you know, Christina at that time, so you know. But um, you know, I was I prayed in the car. I said, God, I want to be like that guy. You know, I prayed that and then lo and behold, he becomes my pastor <laughs> a couple of years later on. So, you know, it's just weird how God kind of works those things together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 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 desire to be a missionary, it's it's great, you know, because he's a he, he already embodies that. He's been mm-hmm. to Nepal, South Korea, um, Czech Republic. Wow. Um, there's a couple other places he's been to, um, just obviously Russia as well. Mm. Um there's lots of great works, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's, it's it's amazing to see like the vision and the the impact that this conference you know can really have on individuals. Mm-hmm. You're talking about one to get sent out, mm-hmm. and that vision is definitely implanted in lives and people here who are who are visiting here in conference who are here and, and they're listening to sermons and the burden that's on their heart. And I think that you know just to the the direction that this conference is going to take you know this is the first gta conference we have and how many more conferences coming up yeah you know mm-hmm. in the next couple of years and how many people are going to invest right in yeah. this conference invest in what we're doing as a fellowship invest in the vision of planting churches mm-hmm. invest in the vision of of, of sending out missionaries right yeah. such a great privilege to just be here and to to actually see everything you know and and how everything has come about I really believe that over time, as we continue to do this conference, like I said, you will see such impact, you know what I mean? And people will, will be excited. Yeah, right man. now we have people from, you know, GTA area, Canada. Yeah. But I was talking to another brother and I was saying, in another, another couple of years, you never know, people from Europe, people from the States, people from yeah. all over are going to come yeah. and, and, and come to conference and see, you know, the impact that God is doing. God is moving in GTA, so it's, it's such an amazing thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I believe that. Even the pastor went to the Philippines. I right. believe 100% he's going to leave this year, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to bring back people to next year. Yeah. You know, even if it's just one couple that he's effect, uh, mm-hmm. impact, you know, people are going to come and yeah. see that it's going to be crazy next year. It's going to be good. Can I add something on that? Yeah. Um, you know, what's one thing I was crazy when I woke up this morning... I thought about the work that was being sent out last night. The only other missionary work that was sent out before that was the church to Russia, mm. uh, which was um, past uh, Cherry Lynn's father and mother. 
Um, that was the first, and that's the only other missionary work out of Canada. So what we saw was like history, you know what I mean? Mm. Like it's crazy, you know. And then seeing what God's gonna continue to do, yeah, I think it's gonna be crazy, right? Yep, you're yeah. right. You're right. The first, but definitely won't be the last. No. Yeah, <laughs> definitely won't be the last. Um, you got, you got men that are just burning to do something. Right, and uh, that's always good. That's always good. This is a work of God, nonetheless. This is a work of God. It's a. I said this um, yesterday, man. It's a. It's a great time to be alive. Yeah. It's a great time to be yeah. a Christian, especially you know uh, when you're committed to the will of God. Uh, you know, even if even if you're someone that will never get sent out, mm-hmm. right? The ability you have to pour into people's lives to help their ministry, to give to, to, to their ministry, um, um, to support them in whatever way you can, right? That is, when you, when you get to the end of the road, when you get to heaven, God is going to say, hey, right, because of your impact in this person's life, in that person's life, in this person's life, right, the, ki- the kingdom was, was, was established, the kingdom was able to grow, things were able to happen, Right. So, you know, it, it all comes it all comes full circle, you know, when it's all said and done. And that's and that's really what we care about. We want people to make heaven their homes. Right. And we, we want heaven to be packed. Yes. Of course. Right? Of course. But, of course. you know, it's been great having you, Isaiah. Yes. Really, really appreciate you coming on, sharing your testimony, um, you know, giving us your your your, your insight um, on certain things. I really believe that you're going to be going out. Uh, yeah. In uh, the next uh, couple, next year. couple next of weeks. Next year, who knows? You'll be, be up on that stage next year. You're launch somewhere. Never know. They might next couple hours. Service yeah. just yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going up on the stage. I'm like, okay, right. let's go. Right. Yeah. I believe evangelism, bro. Evangelist. Evangelist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Think about your pastor and what he has come, you know? Think about his family. Yeah. Great evangelist. God has placed you in a position for a reason, you know? Yeah. Mm. Not there for a reason. Yeah. Your church could be an evangelist church, you know? You never know Every man. church has their calling. It's know? true. It's yeah. true. Every church has their calling. Nonetheless, man, thank you, man. Really, thank really you. appreciate it. But anyways, guys, this is the Genesis Podcast. We're signing out. Our boy Isaiah, he killed it. We out.